This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. I received a question from one of the other quick and dirty tip hosts, and I'd like to share it with you, especially because it's a really common question. Here's her email. I was asked to give a keynote next year, and I'm wondering if you've written any tips about that kind of presentation. This will be my first keynote, yay, but I'm only used to giving instructional presentations. First, thanks to Full Sail University for sponsoring this podcast. Full Sail University is where students acquire the skills needed to best use today's media to share knowledge and information through Full Sail's Modern Media Communication Bachelor's Degree. For more information, visit fullsail.edu forward slash public speaker. That's fullsail.edu forward slash public speaker. First, congratulations. It's really fun to deliver a keynote speech. And the best part is that keynote speakers usually earn more money. However, in my experience, I found that many people, both inside and outside the industry, use the terms speech, workshop, seminar, and keynote interchangeably. So even though you were asked to deliver a keynote, that may not be what the organization really wants or needs. Just this morning, I received an email request for a keynote speaking opportunity. However, after a closer reading of the request, it seems that they really want an educational speech. Unfortunately, many people don't realize there's a difference between each type of presentation. That's why I always include a definition section in my proposals so that I can communicate my understanding of the various types of addresses available to the organization. And that brings me to my first tip. The speaker, the meeting planner, and the host contact should explicitly discuss and agree on the purpose of a paid presentation. I always ask it in this way. If your team could somehow magically change overnight, what is it that you'd want them to know, say, or do differently? If the answer is something along the lines of, I'd like them to know how to X, Y, and Z, then I know it's an instructional speech. If they say, I'd like the team to be inspired or persuaded to X, Y, Z, then I know it's a motivational speech. If they say, the main purpose is for the attendees to be laughing and enjoying themselves, then I know it's an entertaining speech. Of course, presentations can be and should be instructional, motivational, and entertaining all at the same time, but all speeches have a primary purpose. And it's important to be sure that you're creating and delivering a speech that meets the intended primary purpose, regardless of what label has been used to describe the speech. For the record, a true keynote speech is a motivational speech. I like to think of it as similar to the keynote for a cappella singing. It sets the overall tone and context for the event. Oh, and if a keynote address is delivered in the middle or at the end of an event, then it either continues the conversation or wraps up the event. Of course, all presentations require the speaker to focus on the audience, but a successful keynote requires an even bigger emphasis. In order to motivate change, the speaker must first genuinely connect with the attendees. Without a solid connection, it's impossible to inspire attendees to take action. And just like in any situation, solid connections are made by sharing and expressing common ground. The problem is, speeches are mostly one-way conversations. So the speaker must get to know the audience ahead of time in order to incorporate appropriate connecting references into the speech. A speaker should always research the following, the purpose or the mission of the organization, the purpose and the theme of the conference, 
any special challenges the organization is currently facing, recent accomplishments of the organization, who will be the other speakers at the event, who have been previous keynote speakers, and what worked and what didn't. Look into the demographics of the audience and get examples of the work they produce. Most importantly, be sure this information is discussed not only with the event organizer, but also with several of your intended participants. You might even reach out to previous attendees if this event is a yearly event. And don't forget to review the organization's website, as well as the event website and the website from the year before. I know it may seem like overkill to do so much research, but you might be surprised in the variety of responses you receive. But in the end, the more you're able to learn about the audience and the organization, the better prepared you'll be and the more successful the presentation. I can't emphasize this enough. Do not skimp on research. Particularly for a keynote presentation, it's worth the investment of your time. Really, it is. The research is what guides the speaker, you, through the customization process. Most importantly, your opening attention getter must use the information you learned. When I was presenting to Johns Hopkins Hospital, my opening attention getter made reference to the specific issues facing the hospital. When talking to a group of young women, I used an example from my own experience that was very similar to a story that I heard from one of the girls in the audience just before the program. The research is also used to customize all of your examples. I often include examples that are drawn directly from participant interviews. By using the participant examples, the presentation then reflects the language and the experiences of the organization. And every organization has its own style and you'll want to reflect that style. Otherwise, the audience won't feel like it's a fit for them. In review, it's important to first clarify the type of presentation requested. And if it's a keynote, then get detailed understanding of the audience and the organization because it's critical. Next, you'll use that information that you learned to research and create and organize your keynote. And don't worry, I won't leave you hanging. We'll talk about the specifics in the next episode. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. Today's podcast is brought to you by Full Sail University, where students examine the new media technologies used within communication of business, politics, entertainment, and recreation. To learn the skills needed to best use today's media to share knowledge and information through Full Sail's Media Communications Bachelor's degree, visit fullsail.edu forward slash public speaker. Once again, that's fullsail.edu forward slash public speaker. I had an intern once that was in this program, and because of her education, she was by far the most knowledgeable intern I've ever had. The program they offer really is spectacular. I highly recommend Full Sail. In fact, it was such a great experience. If you're a listener and you're currently enrolled in Full Sail's program, Media Communications, and you're looking for an awesome internship, contact me. I'd love to have you. Thanks. Finally, for those looking for a job, don't forget my Ace Your Interview book. It's available as an audiobook or an ebook. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206 350 7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. 
You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>